0: Hi guys okay so i'm back and what i wanted to do on this part is since i've already explained to you guys the different elements i've already explained to you um the different qualities of each element. I've also gone over the planets and um, the sun, which is a star. I have already given you guys a breakdown of that in the first half. So I don't want to spend much time explaining that because I've already gone through all of that. So now when I get into the dates and the significance of what has already occurred energetically and planetary wise, you're able to understand what it is I am speaking about. So we're going to start with what happened towards the end of 2019, ending out 2019 was a solar eclipse in Capricorn. Now, Capricorn is the opposite of the solar, op- the polar opposite of Cancer. Cancer is the mother of the zodiac. Capricorn is the father of the zodiac. Father meaning disciplinary and authoritative about fundamentals, is about structure, it is about the practicality of seeing something come into fruition. Cancer is all about the nurturing, the protection, the uh, sustaining and obtaining of what is being built. So the emotional intelligence of a Cancer is complementary to the Capricorn even though they are total opposites. They work very well together because one is the earth sign which is all about the grounded. It is all about the um, the, the seed sowing and the making sure that the work is done. And then you have the water which is a Cancer which is all about making sure that it has enough of the nutrients. It has enough of the um, the things that it needs, the necessities it needs to flourish. So they work together, mother and father of the zodiac. So December 26th, we left 2019 in that energy. Now, a solar eclipse, a solar eclipse is it it typically is going to fall on a new moon. So we did not have a new moon in Capricorn. We had a solar eclipse in the new moon. Now, solar eclipses occur when the new moon moves between the sun and the earth, blocking out the sun's rays and casting a shadow on parts of the earth. So we ended 2019 with very potent energy, energy that lasts up to six months. Anytime you have an eclipse, this energy lasts for six months. Right. And we're right at the six months. So we're just now closing our cycles from the solar eclipse that was in December. And then July 5th, we're going to have a lunar eclipse, which is going to complete that cycle that started in December. So that's very important for you guys to know also. So you have um, January 10th, the lunar eclipse in December. Cancer. After December 26, 2019, we had the solar eclipse in Capricorn going into January, January 10th, we had the lunar eclipse. That was in cancer, the polar opposite, right? And that fell on a full moon. What are full moons? Full moons are all about revealing, bringing out what's hidden, what has been unseen, what has been undiscussed, what has been um, pushed under the rugs. These things were exposed. These things were brought out in the open. These things were very, 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 very significant to what was starting off. Okay, now. When you have a lunar eclipse that is supercharged, the spiritual heightening of this energy intensifies in whatever sign it falls in. So on January 10th, we had Mercury, Pluto, Saturn, directly opposing the moon. Now, this polarity is filled with planets that are going like against. When it says opposed, it means that they're going against the moon. Now, this is going to create a lot of tension. Why was this creating a lot of tension? Because the moon is home in cancer. The moon loves to be in cancer. So you have the moon in cancer facing off with Mercury, the planet of communication, Pluto, the planet of rebirth and transformation and death, and Saturn, the planet of uh, the planet of structure and authority and discipline going against the moon which is about emotions which is about inner feelings which is about the inner knowing which is all about intuition and all about those type of uh, emotions okay so this is creating this created a lot of tension starting off which we already had tension coming into but this created a different type of tension that caused you to begin to feel a little bit negative, right? A little pessimistic. It became very difficult to express yourself and to, to get understanding, right? And then you had January 12th, okay? January 12th was a very significant, significant opposition because reminding, we are already with eclipse energy, And then you have Saturn going direct. Remember, eclipses come in threes. Kicking off January, we're in Capricorn season. Capricorn season is all about, what did I state? The father of the zodiac. So it's all about structures, dismantling and understanding the fundamentals of what is needing to be moved around. When you have Saturn, which is all about that discipline in the fundamentals is all about finances. It's all about where you live, your stability. It's all about the foundations that you were supposed to have been built And you didn't, or they were built, but they're not solid. And now you're having to look at them. You're having to review them. It's slowly coming out. So you have Saturn and going direct with Pluto. This has not happened. Okay. Let me explain to you guys the significance of what Saturn and, and Pluto did January 12th. Saturn went direct in Pluto. Tension, reconstruction, rebirth, history of planets, dismantling hierarchy. That is what they signify anytime they come together. The last time Saturn and Pluto were in opposition or conjunct in any way in Capricorn. This is a time. This is a timeline. 1930 to 1933 was Hitler's dictatorship. It began, okay? 1939 to 1941, World War II. 1946 to 1958, um, the Cold War began, okay? 1981 to 1984 was the AIDS epidemic. All of this happening during Saturn and Pluto conjuncting in Capricorn. 9-11, 2001, Saturn was conjunct in Pluto, okay? And then this year, January 2020, man in the White House killed the second most powerful leader in Iran government, in the Iranian government. All happened during the Saturn conjunct Pluto. Okay. What happened when Trump did that? There was an immediate order created to deploy our military troops. Okay. That was the first, that was the one thing that people began to see. This was two weeks into January. Okay. Two weeks into January, this happens. Now, mind you, this was not nearly this wasn't even nearly the beginning we had no planets in retrograde everything was still moving forward we hadn't reached mercury retrograde for the first time yet however however chaos was already brewing now understand look at it like an iceberg when you get to the tip of the iceberg that means that under that tip there's a lot of other shit that got to come out Right. There's a lot of other shit that's brewing. You're only seeing the tips. So you have not gotten to the foundation of it yet. So the dismantlement that I've been speaking about since October, that was brewing began to be exposed. OK. During this time, people started to. Well, I, I stated these are my notes from January. I stated that you may begin to feel tension, anger. There may be illness, disruption in relationships, finances, etc. It is not it wasn't a time for connection or anything um, that you're truly wanting to build on at that time. It was not a time for that in January. Second part of January, the energy light was to lighten up entering into Aquarius season. Right, the new moon in Aquarius and then Mercury is going to retrograde in both Pisces and then Aquarius and go back direct in Aquarius. Now this was January 12th. These were what was expected during this time. This was what was occurring during this time. And the illness part that I spoke about, we had no idea about this COVID yet. No idea. Okay. So we're going into February, February 16th, retrograde season begins. We're still under the Saturn and Pluto conjunct energy. We are still in Capricorn season. Well, no, we're ending out Capricorn season going into um, the Aquarius season now going into any type of Mercury retrograde you have a two week shadow period two week shadow period and post period so we were gearing into as the energy was getting lighter in January mid-January we were having a little break as we were having our little break shit was brewing okay February 16th to March 9th you have your Mercury retrograde and Mercury went from Pisces starting in Pisces season and then mid-February it went back into Aquarius it stayed in Aquarius throughout the duration of the remaining of the retrograde and then went back into Pisces okay now You have Mercury. We already know what Mercury is about. We already know that Mercury rules communication. We are already aware that Mercury ruling communication in falling in a water sign was going to affect... The way we communicate in our relationships we knew that we were um, prepared for that kind of much so aware of that because that's what we had been dealt thus far we've kind of dealt with enough of our wonderful um, retrogrades to kind of understand what we were going to be uh, faced with okay now Pulling my notes. Okay. So February 20th, we had during the Mercury retrograde, we had Jupiter going into Neptune. Now you know about Jupiter expansion on Neptune. We're already in the midst of Mercury retrograde at this time. So Neptune is going to be about illusions. It is going to be about the expansion of wherever it's falling. And so we are in retrograde season at this point. So things are about review. We are reviewing the things that are unfolding in our lives and things are moving very slow. Mercury is going very slow. We're starting to hear a little bit of noise when it comes to like, like illnesses and it comes to sickness people are getting ill and people are getting sick but we don't quite know what's going on because no one is putting anything to the forefront right march 21st this is let me see something i want to i want to be very i want to give you guys the the exact date Um, so we have April twenty seventh. Okay, hold on. April twenty seventh, March, let me see. March nineteenth, March nineteenth. March nineteenth was when we got our first first March 9th was the first date that we got information about real big information about things being shut down okay so we are currently at the date of March let's let's start from February 20th Jupiter went uh, sextile meaning it connected to Neptune Okay, when it goes into Neptune, remember, Jupiter is about expansion. It is about Neptune is about uh, highlighting whatever is hitting the illusion, spirituality, um, intuition. It is all about that. So Jupiter is expanding on that very aspect. We are still in Mercury retrograding, meaning there is delayed communication. Communication is now about review. It is not about moving forward. But Mercury rules all things communication. Flights, communication via uh, in your relationships, verbal, written, contractual, any type of communication is ruled by Mercury. So we're in this pre shadow and going into the actual Mercury retrograding. And on March 21st, we have planets beginning to shift, okay, in the midst of an already intense Saturn and Pluto conjunction, okay, meaning Saturn and Pluto. Going against joining together. Okay. Then you have Saturn. During this time, we're still in February. Before I go to Saturn, we are in this timeline of, let's say, February 7th. Around February 7th, we have travelers that are being quarantined in relation to what is perceived as the coronavirus outbreak in San Antonio, right? Health officials say the plane carried over 100, fewer than 100 passengers, including at least two children who would be held at uh, Air Force Base for two week quarantine. OK, now during this time, there's still, you know, leadership saying it's no big deal. This is not something that we should be concerned about. Everybody can continue to live their life, blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. March 4th. Fort Bend County Health Department confirmed a presumptive positive case, meaning they're not sure if this is really COVID, but this is what we are assuming is it is a man who's in his 70s. He traveled abroad and got tested in Houston. Remember, during this time, it was assumed that only elderly people were affected by COVID. No one else was affected. Now, mind you, we are in Jupiter being sextile Neptune. Remember, it's expanding illusions. It's expect it, it's expanding on things that are unseen, things that are unknown. It is maximizing this idea of untruth. So, in this case, this during this time there was this big illusion that it only affect this mystery illness only affects older people younger people don't have to be concerned younger people only have mild cases if they have that it is under control no one should worry okay now at this time it had not even reached Texas yet I mean it reached Texas but it hadn't reached Dallas okay so This is March 4th. Now, we have two week time frame where Saturn, which is the planet that is all about discipline, authority, foundation building. It is all about um, structured and all of these things, authoritative figures and and breaking down justice, injustice, whatever. So we have Saturn that is getting ready to enter into Aquarius where it is, is going to be Aquarius is all about intellect. It is all about moving um, in a way that is collaborative. How does this help everybody? How does what we know create fairness for everybody? How do we create this structure that assists in the evolution of everyone involved. Okay? That's Saturn entering into Aquarius. March 9th, 10 days before Saturn enters into Aquarius, we have the first case of COVID in Dallas. This is a patient in his 30s. He traveled from California at the end of February and returned to Collin County in Dallas at the beginning of March. Now, what they said, the official said, during this time, the man's trip to California, he came in contact with someone who had contacted the novel virus. The patient's wife and the three-year-old also were tested positive for COVID. Now, remind yourself what I just stated. March 9th is when this information came out. However, the man traveled in February. Well, in February, we were not told in North in North Texas what exactly this was or that it had the potential to travel to children or it could affect children or it could affect anybody under the elderly age. If you didn't have any preexisting conditions, if you were um, not elderly, you were not affected. Everything was under control because it's still presumed to be a virus that comes from where? China. So if you had not traveled, if you had not gone anywhere outside of your state or outside of your country, then you were safe is what these people were saying. Again, we're operating under the Jupiter-Neptune alliance. People are under an illusion. You're listening to people who don't know anything and they're assuming because again, COVID is a new virus. It is a new strand of the NARS-SARS virus, okay? Now, so this is March 9th. Now, prior to March 9th, Prior to us learning about the man, March 8th, Ted Cruz, who is in Dallas, Senator, okay, announced that he is self-quarantining after he learned that he came in contact with a person who tested positive for COVID. Okay. In a statement, he stated he hadn't experienced any symptoms. He said he had a brief conversation with the individual and they also shook hands. Now, again, we're operating under illusions because if you have no symptoms and you don't know what this is, how is it that you know who you came in contact with actually had it and not the flu or, or not a cold or are not sinus issues? You don't know. So it's this illusion that people know more than they know. And they are sharing this information that they really truly don't know. And so again, It's still considered not an issue. It's under control. Everybody is, is okay, right? Nothing has been, nothing has been shut down. Everything has just been just alerting people, letting them know that we have a couple cases here and there, but it's all concern. There's no concern, right? So then March 10th, two days after we have Ted Cruz, who's a Senator, and we have the fella who who came in from um, California who had stayed, who was in self-quarantine due to his child and his wife being infected as well because of the person he interacted with. March 10th, we have Dallas County and Tarrant County health officials both confirm presumptive cases of novel coronavirus, meaning there are enough cases for the county health officials to say, we have more than two people who have this virus. Meaning there were numbers that were coming, climbing, 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 climbing. So now it's becoming an issue. It's coming an issue. Now we're under Saturn, we're under Pluto, Conjuncting in Capricorn, which is dismantling of systems, dismantling of uh, core things, right? Structures. It has everything to do with authoritative leadership, government. All of these things are being brought up. OK, all of these things are being are being causing an issue. Days away from Saturn going into Aquarius. Aquarius is all about innovation is all about collaborative. How is this working for everybody? How is this working? fair to everybody? How can I help benefit everybody? What is it that we can do? Right? Okay. So now we're going into March 11th, one day after Dallas County has said, this is now an issue. Now we're feeling like this could be sort of an issue because we have more cases than those two that we've mentioned. So on March 11th, WHO, which is the World Health uh, Organization, classifies the worldwide outbreak of the new coronavirus crisis as a pandemic. Now, describing the situation as a pandemic did not change whose assessment of the threat posed by this virus. It didn't change what who was doing. It didn't change what countries should do. The whole director, uh, General Tedros Gabracious, right? None, even though it's a pandemic, nothing was still shut down at this point, as of March 11th. Nothing was was stopped on that day. March 12th, Dallas County officials declared a local disaster in response to the COVID pandemic after 13 people, 13. Now, if you look at where we are today, number wise, and this was March 12th, we are in thousands in Dallas, we're, we're almost to 20,000 people infected in Dallas from March 13th or the beginning of March. If you want to do that beginning of March to now, we are almost at 20,000 people infected. And how many deaths? I don't even want to mention because it makes me sad because I have an aunt that was a part of me. But anyway, OK, so March 12th, we had 13 people that were infected in North Texas. As a part of the local disaster, Dallas County bans, starts putting like restrictions, no more than 500 people can be in one space. Um, We must now go into where we can uh, stop the spread or curb the spread, slow the spread, bend the curve. Um, We're taking precaution immediately that will save lives, especially our most vulnerable residents. Now, mind you, we're still operating under Neptune, which means... You don't know nothing. We don't have enough information. It is new. So to assume that only vulnerable older people are affected was an illusion. And it was a misstep. Because we already know that children have been affected. We already know that people under the age of senior citizen and people who did not have underlining issues could potentially be affected because we have. 13 cases that you could have gotten that information from. Not all of those people were elderly sick people. Okay? Now this is March 13th. March 13th, the man in office declared a national emergency on Friday afternoon, right? It was a Friday afternoon, March 13th, days before Saturday goes into Aquarius, and to bolster funding to fighting the virus. We needed to get money. So the emergency opened up nearly 50, mi- $50 billion for state and local governments to respond. So the president said that he would be waiving interest on the federally owned uh, student loans in an effort to ease a financial out- uh, outbreak because people were not able to go. At this point, people were not able to go into work. Not as much, but the older people were advised to stay home, Right. The governor of Texas, which is Greg Abbott, declared a statewide public health disaster as the virus continued to spread on the same day. And he gave authority, Saturn, to utilize all the resources needed to respond. Throughout the day, city, county officials across North Texas and the country started making emergency declarations so that they could access the funds that were to assist with the navigation of this pandemic. Now, in addition, on this day, the bishop that oversaw Catholic Church suspended all public masses until March 30th due to the public health concern. March 14th, Dallas County Judge Clay Jenkins, he uh, stated that the county's first patient who tested positive was a 77 year old man. Uh, He was leaving the hospital in quote unquote great shape. His wife also tested positive, but she was never sick enough to need admission, okay? March 15th, houses of worship closed around North Texas no church services in person. However, some churches still did their own online thing. The first coronavirus-related death was reported on the same day, March 15th, okay? A a man in his 90s. Denton County, the same day, identified the the first presumptive positive travel-related case of COVID. The presumptive positive person was in the thirties, lived outside of Denton, but temporary living and self isolating, according to Denton County. March 16th, during a news conference, the man in the White House says, his his administration strongly recommends that for the next 15 days, Americans to avoid groups bigger than 10, right? discretionary travel eating at restaurants bars and food courts and do schooling from home so march 16th it went into effect stay home orders right a few hours later city of dallas orders our bars lounges taverns gyms and theaters to close at midnight additionally the dallas independent school district and richardson isd announced that they are closing indefinitely okay by this time it's growing it's moving it's really 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 going fast Okay, Now we are at a space. We haven't quite got Saturn into Aquarius yet. So we haven't really hit that point of fast moving uh, information. We haven't quite, you know, information that's going to affect the core of the foundations when it comes to health, when it comes to public, when it comes to people, when it comes to authority. So during this time. The city of Dallas ordered the closure of all of the take the, the stuff, the movies and all of that, and uh, stated that they would only be providing takeout or drive through service. City of Fort Worth was following next and blah, 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 on and on and so forth. Right. Now, the Dallas County judge announced that there would soon be two drive through testing centers in Dallas. One in Grand Prairie, one was um, at American Airlines Center in the parking garage. Now, this allowed healthcare professionals to test up to 5,000 people a week. Mind you, we are now up to over that a day because we have to be, right? March 17th, the Governor Abbott activated Texas National Guard to be prepared to assist in response to the COVID because it was really spreading rapidly. According to the governor's office, this measure was to ensure that the state's National Guard can aid in various ways across Texas as necessary. This will be the first of other times after we have already deployed troops for a uh, potential war that the man in the White House has initiated by killing the second most powerful Iranian governor, person in government. Um, but we, this is the next First time the first of an additional time we would have to deploy National Guard in the midst of this whole transit of Saturn and Pluto and Capricorn. We have not reached Saturn going into Aquarius yet. Now, we are at this space where the first COVID-related death was confirmed after tests showed that the elderly Arlington man who died um, had the virus. We also have another person at this time who's 77 undergoing testing for COVID on Saturday, a day before that person died. That was the second. Then we have the second death confirmed by another patient that was in Plano, 64 years old. Now, even though he died at a local hospital hospital, Um, From an underlying medical condition and was also infected with the coronavirus. So he did have a previous condition according to the health professionals, but corona did play a um, role in his death. Okay, now we're gonna, I'm just gonna skip through and March 19th, the exact day that Saturn goes into Aquarius. Saturn goes into Aquarius March 19th. On March 19th, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, issued an executive order telling all Texans to avoid social gatherings in groups of more than 10 people. The order also closed schools, bars, dine-in restaurants, and gyms. Also said the workplaces can remain open, but staffing should be limited to essential personnel. Everyone else should work remotely. Work from home begin. The order is in effect midnight Friday and continues until April the 3rd. So March 19th to April 3rd at this time. Mind you, this is the day Aquarius is, um, Saturn is going into Aquarius. Also, it is also the day that we don't know. We are still operating under Neptune in Jupiter, expanding on what we don't know, expanding on the illusions that have been presented already previously. And we are still under Saturn and Pluto conjunct right we're already in Capricorn we're we're already in in, in intense energy we're already in intense emotional instability we are already realizing we don't know anything and everything is chaotic okay so then you have a Richardson man found dead same day in his home COVID man in his 60s COVID so then March 20th you have all of these COVID March 20th all the way down to uh, we could just keep going right March 23rd you have um Dallas loosening the COVID testing requirements. Right. So now everybody, more people can get tested because at first you could only be tested if you were considered an essential worker. Now, at this point, they're like, no, we need everybody. We need as many people can go get tested because there is a lot that is happening. There are a lot of things that are unfolding. People are discovering different symptoms. People are discovering different things that are happening. Um, and there's just a lot of stuff that are going on. Right. And there's a lot of things that they're, they're starting to, to to see. So on March 24th, um, Harris County judge announces a new stay at home order for both the city of Houston and Harris County, similar to what other community have been doing stay at home but you're starting to see across the world across the country where people are beginning to shut down their cities and they are in putting in place these orders that are causing people to be forced to stay home. Okay. President, the man in office declares that a major disaster exists in Texas and order federal assistance to supplement state and local recovery efforts for COVID. That, that was doing his press release. Mind you, I never listened to his pr- press release. I only listened to Governor Cuomo in New York because this this man in office was so confusing from the very beginning. And I, you knew he didn't know what he was talking about. You knew that he was contradicting everything that was being told by the health professions. And as it got closer to... Uh, making a decision from economy to people, you you started to see where the concerns shifted and where the priorities were. And so at that point, it wasn't about the health of the people, which I'm gonna get into that a little later. But anyway, so we're going into... March 26th, they're saying uh, executive orders requ- requiring people who are flying into Texas, New York, New York, Jersey, Connecticut, New Orleans to be quarant- quarantined for 14 days. Mandatory self-quarantine does not apply to anyone traveling by vehicle. California, California State, blah, 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 all across the country. All of these orders are going in. The changes in the orders are being done. All of these things are happening, right? All of these things are happening. So then you have... You have the timeline of Saturn has already gone into Aquarius. April 4th, we have Jupiter going into conjunct Pluto. What does that mean? What does that mean, beautiful people? Okay, So we know what Saturn energy feels like in Capricorn. We know what uh, Pluto energy feels like in Capricorn. So now we have Jupiter, the planet of expansion that's already in Neptune going into Pluto. So we have the illusions being exposed. Now, Pluto is all about death, rebirth. It is all about transformation. It is all about revealing what is happening underneath the cover in the depths of behind the scenes, right? Now, Jupiter is typically very optimistic uh, an opportunist type of energy it expands it's supposed to make things uh broader because it is the biggest planet right but when it is aligning with pluto in capricorn there's destruction there's an expansion there's a very opportunistic opportunistic um element to that whatever it connects to and connecting in pluto which is all about the depth of something it's going to be very intense Okay, so you have this already intense energy and you are are being in a space where you already have this Saturn entering into Aquarius where it's giving you a preview of what the energy is looking like in December of 2020. December 2020, Saturn and Aquarius is gonna be full fledged. So what we felt in March is what we're going to be feeling for a few years as of December. Now, But really, as of July 1st. But anyway, Saturn's transit through Aquarius was a time to step outside of the confines of our own little selfish worlds. What works for us, how we think, how we feel. And it was putting us in a space where we were being forced to really, really think about humanity. Think about the world. How is this affecting everybody, not just my own home? Right. And with Saturn in Aquarius, you your walls are becoming doors and now you're responsible to help your fellow man, right? Your responsibility to someone other than yourself is now being revealed. Civil rights became a very hot issue yet again and politics and government took more of a progressive direction. This was in March, March 21st, from March 19th on, we have been feeling this. During this time between March and now, we have been feeling and we have been seeing, we have been seeing a lot of the dynamics in civil rights with the riots, with the looting, with the, um, the protesting, with the, uh, killings, the brutal murders, from um, cops to civilians and the black lives matter movement being reinitiated yet again. And all over the world, civil rights being pushed to the forefront yet again. So that's where we are and that's where we have been. And then you have Jupiter that is going to expand on top of that going into Pluto, going into Capricorn. So we're already in some intense times. It seems like things are a little bit dying down. People, Things are about opening up. People are going back about their lives and where are we at now? Things are yet again being expanded upon, right? focusing on your career, trying to think how is this going to affect us because our finances have been put on the forefront. We're trying to understand how we're supposed to, um, deal, right? And in April you had Jupiter conjuncting Pluto, which is going to happen again, June 30th, my birthday. Mm -hmm. So things are going to be transforming in a way that are even more so refocusing how we look at our passions, how we look at what makes us um, where do we feel like we are needed to be to get certain things off the ground? How we are establishing our stability? What areas of our life are we not focusing on that we should be focusing on? What are our goals, personal goals and career-wise? Are we working for companies that don't value who we are? Are we working in conjunction with people who don't value our existence? What do we believe in? How are we going to utilize these opportunities to maximize our potential? What is it that you are going after? And what do you need to pursue these goals in a serious way? That is where our minds are shifting to. But we're always doing, we also are doing it in a way that is not just beneficial to us on an individual level, but it's beneficial to everyone collectively. So then in the midst of all of this occurring, Jupiter went into Pluto and Capricorn. So now we have Venus. Venus, the planet of aesthetics and love and luxury and sensuality and all these things going retrograde in Gemini, the sign that is an air sign, all logical. But it's also about the duality, the good, the bad, the dark, the light of all things it is connected into. And remember, when it goes retrograde, it is doing what? pausing and reviewing so in the midst of everything else that's happening our love life our sensuality our passions for you know the aesthetics we're not able to go out we're not able to go into the world we're not able to go out to eat we're not able to go to the clubs we're not able to get dressed our physical beings our physical lives our physical existence is changing from the way that you have your hair from the hair the way that you do your nails the way all different parts of yourself you're changing OK, so Venus has been retrograde in Gemini since May 13th. Now, Venus is like an ex lover. I know they say Mercury retrograde, ex lovers, exes come back. And that's true as well. But Venus is the energy of love and is the energy of aesthetics and um, all of those things. So you have your ex lover that's going to resurface, going to offer you a second chance at a relationship or a sense of closure that you're needing to have. What are you closing? What chapters have you been holding on to that really are not beneficial to you? What parts of you, your needs are not being met or what parts of your life or relationships are you not meeting the needs of others? This is a very, very, very pivotal time in relationships Why you have people who were quarantined together, who couldn't be together. Didn't want to be together. Relationships were at an all time intensity because now we're in close con- corners where people that we do not like, or we don't know, or we don't want to be around. These are all things that we were having to face because Venus was retrograding in the dualistic of Gemini, which means two different sides the good, the bad, do the bad outweigh the good, or it could be two different people, two different situations, two different circumstances, whatever the case may be. It's a duality of whatever uh, of the conundrum that you are dealing with, okay? It is definitely a very confusing time when it comes to uh, identifying what your needs and wants are and desires and capabilities are all at one time. So it was very scattered during this energy. And now that Venus is going back direct on Um, Tomorrow, It is going to allow you to have a lot of openings. It's going to allow you to be more um, uh, clear on when it comes to your love life and it comes to the things that you want that make you feel beautiful, that make you feel empowered, that make you feel like you can tap into what it is that you are internally and aesthetic wise, despite everything else that's going on outside of us. Right. There's a lot of intensity going on. And being that on the. June 5th, we just had a lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. The lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. Gemini is now the north node, meaning going to the future. What is coming up? Where do you need to be headed to? Sagittarius is the south node, which is the past. It is where you're coming from, who you are outgrowing, what you are outgrowing, and parts of yourself that you're having to leave, right? And it's happening in the middle of Venus retrograding. Which is happening in Gemini. Okay. So that means that this lunar eclipse opposed Venus retrograde. And whatever was hitting, whatever was, and and that's again, Jupiter is in Neptune still because Jupiter, because Neptune has not yet gone retrograde. Okay. So you're in this space where Venus is retrograded. And the truth of whatever was hidden, whatever was Um, In the blind side of you, whatever you did not pay attention to, whatever you overlooked, it is having to be revealed. It is coming out and this eclipse pushed it forward on both a personal, intimate level and a global level. There are a lot of things that we are seeing, a lot of things that we haven't even thought about that are going to be exposed and about to be exposed. So this is only the second quarter of what a five quarter season seems like okay if you have been keeping up certain love or money matter from the past to yourself and you've been lying to yourself about the past and uh, just avoiding the truth of what that is this lunar eclipse signaled a uh, time for the truth to come out Right? It's easier to communicate the truth under this energy. It's easier to be honest with what it is you want and deserve and desire. And I am, un- I could tell you the truth, the truth of the matter is I've had to make this decision as well. And it's not hard for me. It's not, I- I've had a lot of confessions to me actually, but I've had to be honest with what I want, what I desire, what I need. It's not about benefic- what's benefiting other people. It's about how is what you're doing benefiting me And how in return am I able to contribute to that? What are we doing? Are we building or bullshitting? That is the energy that you're feeling and that I felt during this this lunar eclipse that happened on the 5th. Now, it's, it's just the time to clear the air, right? And so here we are a week away from where we had the Mercury retrograding in Cancer. We have yet another planet going in retrograde. Now, sometime Mercury retrogrades across two signs, as we had in Pisces season, where you have Mercury retrograde in Pisces and Aquarius. This entire retrograde is happening in Cancer. And during this time, this is going to affect our areas of life, which everything has been. But this is going to make you go more internal it's going to put you in a space where you're having to look at family home comfort security and miscommunications can happen just as it does with retrogrades when it comes to the your family or domestic partners and it can shift your home life it can cause different parts of your um the way everything you, the things that you utilize to communicate to just shut down and pause right it's it's just what is expected and this is going to be until july 12th um which is my mommy's birthday anyway and then we're going to have uh we recently just had mercury retrograding in cancer and we just had solar eclipse in cancer so we are in between literally we have had two eclipses in the last 30 days okay And then we're going to have one more that is going to be closing off in July. It's going to close everything that has already occurred. But this solar eclipse in Cancer was now the two final eclipses on the axle of the Cancer Capricorn um, eclipse that happened from last year. And it's going to make you and, and I can't even lie and say that this did not, this isn't something I've had to deal with because it is. I am having to choose family over your professional ambitions. What matters to you most? What matters? What do you value? What are you willing to sacrifice? Is it health over family? How much does a life cost to you? What is the value of your health? What is the value of the people that you care about's life? These are things that you're having to make a decision in when it comes to professional pursuits and personal um, personal desires, right? Cancer is all about nurturing your domestic life. And again, Capricorn is all about pursuing the professional goals. So it's going to be a, a, a magnifying glass put on if there are major imbalances between these two areas of your life. If it is, then this eclipse was what was going to initiate you pointing it out. And it's likely your work life has taken over and your family has something to say about it. And with mercury going retrograde in cancer, the conversation may not be easy. It may be something that was like, uh, a argument it could be something that causes a little bit of miscommunication you're taking things the wrong way but your family is needing the one thing about cancer and energy is it needs reassurance it needs to know that it's not wasting its time that it's not in the wrong that it's not in a space where it's wasting its time it's something that is very very important and necessary for it to continue to evolve and grow okay so I just think um I just wanted to give you guys an overview of what we've already been expecting, what we've already been under, the, the energy that we've already been feeling, and we're about to have another lunar eclipse in um, a lunar eclipse in Capricorn on July the fifth, which is a week from now. And this is going to be the last eclipse that will happen on the Cancer-Capricorn axis until 2027. So at the end of this series of of eclipses for Cancer-Capricorn, it's going to be revealing, you know, that push and pull between the family versus the career. As I just stated, with the one for Cancer, it's the same energy that is going to be closing off. And it's closing off that solar eclipse that was initiated in December of 2019. So between this lunar eclipse and the solar eclipse, it's likely you're gonna find that your priorities are shifting and the goals and aspects that you thought you had don't interest you anymore. Now you're focusing on what really matters and where you really, really desire to be for the future going ahead. So it's very important that you guys um, look at this and understand that yes, we are in a very interesting time for sure. are a lot of things that are happening for sure but when you look at all of the energy that we're already under you're able to kind of get a glimpse of how everything plays out and the timeline of how everything is playing out and what that looks like what that is how it's going to um, contribute to you going forward we are definitely going to be in a space where there are going to be more things coming out with the way the planets are aligning. And as I get into the July uh, energies for astrology overview for July, I want you guys to understand that we are going to be hit with even more. And the energy doesn't just go away because the season change or the energy doesn't just go away because Um, a day changes this is energy that lingers on and as this energy is lingering on so are our responsibilities so are our shifts in our lives everything is changing and everything is shifting in a way that is absolutely going to impact us in more ways than one okay so I just wanted to give you guys an overview and let you know that I hear you, I feel you, we're in this together. Know that you are not by yourself. I think it's very important for us to review as well. We are in this very in and this time is just so, so freaking unorthodox. And no matter how intense it gets, we still have our inner lives that we have to have to remain in control of. So even if you have to disconnect, you do what you need to do to make sure you're maintaining what is important to you internally and in your homes, because that is where your solitude and your safety lies, okay? So this has been your Um, This is your daily dose of energy. This is an overview astrologically of what has happened for the last six months. I think it's very important and necessary between this episode and the episode before you should have more than enough clarity. Go back, listen to the previous episodes as I was tapping into the elements of what was going on as we entered into um, from December 26 up until now, and you'll get even more of an understanding of what has occurred. Okay, so I love you guys. Thank you so very much for everything. Um, All of your supports, all of your emails. I get them. I will strive to respond to each and every one of you because I do value um, speaking to you and I love the energy that you give me. So thank you guys. I hope that you're being safe and I hope that you're taking the information that you have and using it for, um, the betterment of you and helping you to navigate through these very, very unorthodox times. So until tomorrow's daily dose of energy, I love your freaking souls. Bye.